<laughs> he got all good. I need to get with my fade man, matter of factly. But uh, all right, man. Uh, we got Dana. Hey, y'all. Cindy said he's coming. All right, Kendall Samuels. What's up, Kendall? Thanks for rocking with us. Good evening. What is going on, all my good people? Today is a great day to have a great day. It's Wednesday. It is 7 16, 7 18 p.m. and you are on with BFA Brothers from Another. Welcome to another live stream from the quad. I'm joined by my brothers Cornelius the Compass. I got Philly P. Paul, Alexander P. Ali Wally, and I've got Hector Ranting Rivera, El Jefe, Hector Rico, Bacardi Jowie. Lemonade Hefe, Big Poppy, uh, Thanos, Look, you know what I'm saying? We, had, we said we could get that to him one time, you know, for the one time. Yeah, he's got a million names and everything, man. So we made sure we got all those in for him. So, uh, you know, with uh, this, this episode, with May being Mental Health Awareness Month, um, the quad along with a lot of us have experienced uh, some type of mental, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, a break, brain fart, snafu, whatever you want to call that, we've all experienced it. There you go, a gap in logical thinking, and at least, and that's happened at least one of the three components of mental health being cognitive, emotional, or behavioral. Um, we only just wanted to, uh, we, we we're going to talk about, we're going to do this episode, but we felt obligated, you know, with this being uh, Mental Health Awareness Month and everything. So we just want to thank you guys for uh, joining us and uh, hit the comments. You know, we are willing to interact and engage with uh, with you guys in any way, shape or form. So uh, with that being said, like like you say, Neil, like, 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 what's, let's talk about it. Like mental health, the stigmas, the, the you know, the experiences, however you want to actually get into it. Like. What, what's what's the deal? How you feel? All right, Mike. You know, outside looking in. What have you experienced? All that. Bad, bad. How y'all doing today, my brothers? Man, man you on the line? Clear, brother. I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that you guys are heavy in my heart every day, especially you, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for looking like us today. Word, word, word. All right. So, no doubt, man. Mental health. Uh, and how I deal with it, you know, episodes that I've been through, you know, situations that I've been in, and just, you know, how I cope with it, you know. Uh, I know I've been in, I've been so far uh, deep into uh, a mental state until, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say I've reached that point where I've, I figured that, you know, the world uh, no longer need me. Um, however, uh, there's been occasions where, uh, you know, a commute to work, uh, and this is past and present, you know, um, I would be so deep in thought to where I wouldn't remember how I got to work, you know, uh, and then I would, I would pull in the parking lot, you know, do the muscle memory, you know, and I'd snap out of it and be like, man, how did I get here? You know, uh, and I talked to Dana about it a few times, man. Um, you know, different societal issues that I, you know, I battle with mentally with my children. Um, you know, every couple battles finances. You know, you, I'm battling trying to be the epic husband. You know, 
me personally, man, I consume everyone's uh, uh, their their well being. You know, if you're going through something, PK, and you tell me about it, I feel like I need to take care of it. I feel like I need to advise you, P. Wiley, man, you're going through something, and I'm making my business. I, you know, I invest myself so heavy into it. Uh, other people's lives to where it affects me mentally, you know, and that's on top of whatever I got going on personally, you know, and in the house. Um, and and it wears on me, you know what I mean? And I find, you know, I'm a smoker. I find myself, man, I, I light one up, you know. Uh, I'm so deep in thought, I didn't forgot I lit one up. I didn't put him out. I didn't fire up another one, you know. Uh, so, it, you know, it's, it's your, your, your mental uh, your mental capacity it starts to flood, you know, and it spills over. You know, you, you definitely have to have someone or something to reach out to, you know, in order to uh, coagulate those feelings. You know what I mean? Because you can, you can, there's such thing as over compartmentalizing. You know what I mean? Where you have uh, mental spillage. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, sir. I deal with it. I write, you know, I write in my, my little prayer book, and that's how I deal with it. I talk to my wife, you know what I mean? I talk to, you know, to my brothers, man, uh, my parents. I pray, you know. Um, I just ask God to, uh, you know, hey, you know, keep me in my right mind. Keep me in the right state of mind. Uh, you know, those are my exact, you know, that's, that's as deep as it goes for me. And I, and I think that's because I have such a, a tight spiritual connection, you know, and, yeah. I, and I'm always the first one to ask for help, you know, uh, help, help me. Please help me, help me, please. And that, just to, just to jump in there right quick. I, um, sitting here thinking, I said, this is kind of that self-care episode that we teased about, like two or three episodes in. And I mean, on a Josh Strong episode, the emotions episode, like we said what we do. And I mean, not, not necessarily saying you have to have a reason why you do those certain things, talking to wifey, the prayer and all that kind of stuff. But this, I mean, just thinking, and you know, Janet told me, she was like, this is kind of that episode, you know, that vulnerability where you, you know, you kind of just lay it all out there and, and let us know or whatever. So I can, I can respect that. And I, I got you, Neil. I like it. I like it. So, so, so no, like when so I really say, "Hey, you good, fam?" You like, that, you know, are you really good? So, you know, you there's good, a time and place for everything. You know, I might spill that to you two weeks from then. You know, uh, sometimes, man. You know, I, I can I can dig myself into a into that mental hole so far to where I just want to be here by myself. You know what I mean? I want to ponder it. I want to, I need to figure it out. You know what I mean? I'm a problem solver naturally. You know, I'm thinking of 40 different ways to skin the cat. You know what I mean? Uh, do I want to use a, a razor blade? You know, do I want to use a steak knife to skin the cat? You know, a lot of steak knives. You know, you, you know, your brain is taking you all these different places. And then you say, bro, how you doing? You know, at that moment, hey, man, uh, <laughs> I'm doing good. Because that's, you know, that's, that's the surface answer, really. You know, and until I'm able to unpack those those, uh, those emotions, man, and that uh, yeah. whatever's bothering me, and I can say, hey, bro, um, you know, this is what God brought me out of, or hey, man, this is what I came out of, you know, 
uh, then I'm ready to talk about it. You know what I mean? And, you know, I don't know if that's you know if that's backwards or not, but that's just how I feel. With Hey, re repeat the question Hector? again. You had cut out. You good, bro, Hector? Hector? Mr. Rivera? It's on you. you. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like, with with the whole mental aspect of things, man, like, I know, you, like I said, you were military, so, you know, the PTSD and all that kind of, like, was there a point where you you, you snapped? It just, it just like... That low point, yeah, my, just whatever, my man. Was, like mentally, boy, where have you been there? I'm pretty sure. Um, and I'm gonna just leave it at that because I don't want to throw nobody under the bus. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not gonna throw nobody under the bus. But my, my yeah, low point was yeah, I got um, you. A month into my deployment, man, everything like everything just went downhill. And uh, super, super depressed. Um, I think the way I dealt with that, man, is um, y'all know me, so you knew Wednesdays and Sundays, I was in church every day with my mom. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't missing no church, and she was not going to not take me. Yes, so, um, you know, you always, we've said this before, you always revert back to what you know. So I think when I was going through what I was going through, I just dove in uh to to my relationship with christ like heavy you feel me so um i got to the point where that was my only focus uh, aside from my kids and the mission of course and my soldiers and everything like that but when real life wasn't happening that was my focus and i think that's uh i think that got me through a lot because then you know once 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 i once i backslid as they call it and you know, started my shenanigans all over again. Because, <laughs> you know, we all do it. Oh, God, please get me out this joint. I ain't never going to do it again. And then when mm -hmm. he gets you out, you going to do it again. You feel that's, that, that's that hangover talk. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, you know, once I got back into shenanigans, I think mm -hmm. I had a soldiers that After we came back, you know, they went to a new unit, left, and three months later, you know what I'm saying, it was gone, and I'm like, you know, I spent the whole year, and I got hit with a little some some, but I, nothing ever happened to me, you know what I mean, and then you go over there, and it's something stupid, you know, and then you start to think, like, like, man, look, you really, you really got me through a bunch of stuff, because there were times where we would go on mission, and we would go past somewhere, and, and, and two minutes later, the convoy behind us would get hit in the exact same spot. You know what I mean? Or 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 we go, and the convoy would get hit two, three, four, fifteen minutes before we got mm -hmm. there. So we always had close calls um, as far as doing convoys went. And man, I just I just thank God, man, because he he had our back. Because I think. And, and I know a lot of people aren't religious, and I know a lot of people don't believe in God and, you know, mm -hmm. the powers that be, or they call it the universe, or, you know what I'm saying, whatever they want to call it, you know what I mean? Um, I I call him God, so, you know, that's what I was taught, and that's what he's going to remain. <laughs> but I, that's it. And I think, 
man, I think he I call think him Scott, the Scott Daddy. <laughs> you know, I have soldiers. I, it'd be times where I wouldn't go on mission because they they didn't need me, and I'd have soldiers come get me in my two and be like, "Hey, hey, hey, son, hey, can you come? You know what I'm saying? Pray for us before you leave, because you know you're not here." So I'm like, "Oh, so y'all, you want to act like you don't believe, but I'm kind of like your good luck charm. You feel me? So, um." That that helped out a lot, man. Uh, you know, the only time I ever came close to anything in that situation was actually having to get a soldier down from a, a ceiling fan inside the barracks, um, break down his door, all types of stuff. He went, it, it went real bad for him, man. Um, and I, I think that was the that was the one that. Um, that kind of uh, affected me the most, I say. Because they, you know, they always say on the outside, you never know what people are going through on the outside. You know, so on the outside, everything was 100% partying, we laughing, we chilling, you know what I'm saying, talking, and then next minute, you know what I'm saying, trying to hang himself from a ceiling fan in the barrack. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was crazy. Thank God he made it. He's still with us. You know, he dealt with that. He fought that. He went through it and he mm -hmm. came out a better person, man. And he he's doing awesome. Um, you know what I mean? Family, kids, the whole nine yards, man. So I think uh I think faith, man, faith got me through a lot. And I just I just say that, man. Uh Neil, I think I, I have a, I have I have a good relationship with all of y'all, but all of y'all play a different part in my life. You feel me? If I if I want to talk uh, spirituality or faith or something, I, I call Neil. You know, if I if I need an ear or somebody to just hear me talk, I, I call PK. You know what I mean? And then if I just want to talk about whatever, and you know what I'm saying about how much I, I you know I call I call. When you want to talk about LeBron, <laughs> when you talk about LeBron, you want to talk about. I think I think the dynamic too of you know, just having a, a, a close circle, man, is something that a lot of people need. I know people um, they get uh, antisocial and then and and they like to hide their problems and you know like like you said, figure it out. You know I'm gonna figure I'm gonna try to figure it out however I can, but sometimes. Unfortunately, some people aren't strong enough to figure it out, and and they feel like reaching out is a burden to whoever they're trying to reach out to. So I'm extremely grateful to have y'all as my boys because I know at any time I can hit y'all up. The group chat all day. All day is crazy. <laughs> so. <laughs> Whoever be starting them joints at 5 a.m. Right there. <laughs> Whoever that is, Chats kick him off the chain. Listen, the off chat the chain. goes crazy. <laughs> about 17 videos. <laughs> no, we need to kick David Ruffin. We need to kick David <clears throat> Ruffin out of the group. Straight yes. up. But, right. No, yeah. I was gonna say, see, everybody so so with this episode being kind of oh go ahead Hector you need to change uh your circle change your square change your house whatever yeah. you want to call it if you don't have people that support you or that push you 
or or that are just there for you at the at the drop of a dime. Um, and it doesn't have to be for any type of gain. It could be, you know, just a mental boost, a, a, a spiritual boost, a, just the energy. You just need some energy from them. You know, if you don't have anybody to do that for you, then um, yeah, get get some better friends. Or get some you know, different. You know, it's funny you it's funny you said that, man, because you know the, the ones closest to you, man, is that you know those are the ones you expect to, you know, to to pour into you. You know what I mean? Uh, and then sometimes, man, you know, it's not that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the, the, Bible, the Bible talk about, you know what I mean, having, you know, a friend sometimes is closer than your brother, you know. And I'm paraphrasing that, of course, but, you know, uh, not, not taking nothing away from, from my siblings, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, you know, at times, uh, and, and, and it's not sibling specific. It could be mom, dad, you know what I mean, uncle. Whoever, you know, those people that you expect to uh, embrace you, you know, they, they don't show you the same kind of uh, uh, love and embrace that you show them. And that plays a lot, man, into, you know what I mean, falling into that mental rabbit hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was, that was just my, <laughs> my 10 cents. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he right. Um, it's, it's, you know, and then we said Paul, you know, Paul don't want spotlight, but with him having the most compelling story out of us, you know, I'll just slide in my little story and then we'll go into him. Cindy said it's just baggage. You got to let that stuff go sometimes. That's that's the truth. My comments and stuff are not scrolling. So if I'm missing something, y'all got to jump in. It's not scrolling on the screen there. Or maybe they just listening. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, ain't got much to uh, dig into. So, so my story, you know, like like Neil, uh, like Hector said, not to uh, you know throw anybody under the bus and everything. As a man, I take responsibility for what I did. You know, I was not proud in that particular moment or whatever, but I mean, I did what I did. So, the I preface all this by saying that you cannot let somebody or something control your happiness. And, you know, I always hit you guys with today's a great day to be a great day, and I used to say that, and I, I thought I meant it, but when I was at this particular point in my life at, at this particular job, um, it just, it just, I should have got out of there earlier than I did. So um, just to kind of set the story without putting person, place, person, place thing to and everything. And, you know, the NISPOM and all that kind of stuff, you know how that goes where, you know, there's some stuff that you are not supposed to, you know, speak on as a matter of your security and what it could, you know, so, but to, to just get into it, man, I was, I was with a job, peak of the career there, man. I was, you know, getting all these accolades and, you know, it, I was, it, it, life was good, man. It was beautiful. And um, me and the wife were going on vacation. I got called into the office right before we went on vacation, anniversary or whatever. And they said, hey, you know, you helped the customer with X, Y, Z. Um, we're going to have to look this over and we'll get back to you. Well, me, I'm not seeing anything wrong with the situation that happened. I said, you know, uh, all right, well, you know, me and the wife, we're going to Orange Beach for our anniversary, you know, let me know, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, you know, fast forwarding through that, we land, I get, I pick up the call, I pick up the phone, it's my, my boss calling and he said, hey, we got to let you go. So I got let go on vacation from that job, from, you know, helping another customer. So I felt like everything that I had worked my, you know, up to that point was snatched from me, man. And it was a lot of spite, a lot of bitterness and all that kind of stuff. 
fast forward going into this new gig, man. Um, I was up at this training site and they were like, Oh, you going here. That, that mentor, he's going to be great. Uh, you know, uh, he's, he's done X, Y, Z, you know, that's going to be a great fit for you. I'm like, Oh, cool, man. And he looked like me. So I was like, Oh, this is going to be fantastic. You know? Uh, so I, I get there, I walk in, I introduce myself. And this mentor that I was supposed to have didn't even acknowledge me, didn't even look at me. I said, hey, how you doing? I'm your new, you know, X, Y, Z. He said, oh, okay, cool. Uh, I'll meet you upstairs. So first day of that job, that was already demoralizing because they had hyped this, this gentleman up or whatever. So, you know, at that particular gig, man, it was, I went into, and I told you guys about it. So we talk about mental, you know, health and everything. And there's, there's so many aspects of it. So in that when I was in customer service retail, you know, you, you feel like you just put out fires all day, man. You, you, you know, it's a lot of, for lack of better words, I fell into a people pleasing rescuer behavior type deal, always trying to put out fires and everything and almost a codependency on my mentors and stuff to make sure, Hey, look what I'm doing. I want to be, you know, I want that pat on the back. Um, and it just, you know, it didn't, it wasn't coming. So coming off that job where I was at the pinnacle, everything going into this job, not getting that recognition and thinking I'm going to fast track up or whatever. I just got into some, we'll just say some unsavory behaviors. Um, and when I was doing those things, my mind frame, it was just, I'm doing this as retaliation vindication for me. And that's how it's going to be. And then I'd leave work, shut it off and it meant nothing to me or whatever. So um, with all that being said, once that stuff was discovered at that particular gig, man, it got, I mean, I had to get a lawyer involved. I was, you know, he was, we talk about having you, having you guys in my life. Had I, for one, I let myself down and my wife down. Cause I could have been talking, Hey, this sound feeling just that another could have got another job, another job or whatever and got out of there and all that kind of stuff. But you know, long story short, being in that man, um, yeah, I had to get a, my lawyer involved and all that kind of stuff, man. The boy could have went to jail, literally could have went to jail, could have had the felon on it, you know, the felony tag and all kinds of stuff, man. And um, I let, like I said, could have lost the wife and stuff like that because I didn't share any of this stuff with her that I was going through. I was just just out there wilding or whatever, you know. So um, it could have, it could have went, it, it could have, I could have lost it all, literally, man. You know what I'm saying? A lot of my family and stuff didn't even know. I kept that so tight. And even a lot of my family didn't even know you know, that situation that happened and everything. But mentally, man, I'm telling you, just it, it's the mind is a powerful thing and it really is. And it, it uh that that was uh that was rough, man. That was rough. But um, you know, with my with my legal advice and everything, I I got into a program called Celebrate Recovery. I mean it's like nationwide. So it's basically like a faith-based 12-step program designed to facilitate recovery for people to have uh, deal with hurts, habits and hang ups and all that kind of stuff. So I got in that program it was pretty much like AA or whatever, but just, you know, we, we did a lot of praying. We were going through the steps and all that kind of stuff. I had a sponsor and all kinds of like literally like structured after uh, AA and stuff like that. And then, you know, I was getting a chip every month and taking care of myself just to get my mentals right. And I always tell on you guys about completely clear mentals. It's a great day to have a great day. I get my meditation and all that kind of stuff because, because of that situation, man, like to, to be able to just lose everything, or the, that it could have actually happened, that was enough for me to get my, you know, for lack of better words, get my shit straight, you know what I'm saying, and deal with the mentals head on or whatever. So I take ownership for all that did happen. That's water under the bridge. I'm glad I have the fellas. I'm glad I got the 
wife, the family, the support system, and everything I had. Celebrate Recovery was uh, big time for me. I think, Neil, I even talked to you about that. I might even tell Hector that big time for me. Um, just get me back on that straight and narrow, man. And then me and Paul talked offline. He was like, well, you know, did any of that stem from your pops? No, pops had passed a couple of years before that. But that mental aspect, when he passed, I was only 27 years old. The first thing I went into is, yo, I got to take care of moms now. I got to take care of my sister now. I still got to take care of my wife and everything like that. But when in actuality, mom's a retired soldier, making her own money. She's good. You know what I'm saying? All you need to do is be emotional support. Like what I'm like, you know what I mean? My sister married at the time. She's good. I should have been worrying about home. You know what I mean? Mentally, I was, you know, just all over the place and all that kind of stuff. But like Cindy said, but God, here I am, you know, and we here. So uh, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for a lot in life. When you look back over, like I said, the stuff we carry, you know, as human beings, as men and then as black men as family men it i mean it it can stack on you or whatever man so you got to have that outlet that's that's you know so i just had to give my piece of story like paul said i want to tell it one more time and i'm gonna put it to bed you know yeah, what I'm saying? I, 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 <laughs> so uh, yeah that's that's me yeah. you know, so you know you got anything that last yeah. the last few bars man, oh i know you got yeah, something yes sir powerful you know what i mean and, and that's that's part of my uh my, my ritual you know what I mean? Um, every morning, you know, I'm very uh, routine. You know what I mean? I get up, I do my hygiene, I kiss my wife, I hit the truck, I hit the gas station, I hit the phone, and I'm shooting out videos. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, we early, know. early, young, <laughs> early. You know what I mean? So, but yes, you are. Different, you know what I mean? variables, I guess, you know, uh, that the power of the mind and positive, you know, the power of positive thinking um, and being optimistic, you know, uh, having faith in one's ability to, to succeed in that moment, you know what I mean? So uh, I'm, on, I'm, I'm driving two hours to work, you know, father, you know, you're going to get me there safe. So, you know, 10 and 2. You know what I mean? If if I need to if I need to make an adjustment, man, I'm very careful. You know, but I'm always thinking positive. You know, when I get to work, I'm gonna crush it. You know, I'm gonna succeed. I'm gonna do better than I did yesterday. Um, and somebody's gonna tell me that I did a great job because I'm the man. You know what I mean? Um, I text Paul. I hit Paul up, man, some weeks ago. You know, and I told him, you know, I think King, therefore I am. You know. And it was a smooth line. It sound real good on paper, you know, but in reality, that's how I think about myself, you know, and, I, and everybody that's, I surround myself around like-minded individuals, you know what I mean? Because, you know, iron sharpens iron, but if I fall into that sunken place, hey, I might, I need, I need you to pick me up, you know what I mean? Um, because you think like I think, you know, uh, yeah, but the mind, like, you nailed it. I mean, you nailed it. You nailed it. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah, it, man, it, it's crazy what it can do. And, and it's, but I, we about to throw to Paul, but like, I just want to talk to Hector before, you know, Paul gets into this because I, I got to hear that story. Like, um, that cliffhanger he left us with, we talked about that all week. How he was like, you know, 
I wasn't going to the party because I knew I was going. Yo, we talked about that and everything. But in talking with Hector, because me and Hector talked out of the four, we all talk. But I mean, naturally, because he's down here. I've seen him. He cuts my hair and we talk more. And there's sometimes when he will call me so turned up about something. And I'm literally just listening because he's like, if he, all he has to do is go in and speak into Puerto Rican and, and I'm lost. Cause like he be like, he, it just, be and I just let him get it out. And I'm like, all right, G. So yeah. So I'm like, and as, as he's talking, like it starts off way up there or whatever. And then as he continues to talk and he gets it out, man, he slows back down or whatever. And then I'll be feeling like I get used sometimes cause he'll get it out. He'd be like, all right, I'm gonna mess with you. All you and be gone, was, you know what I'm saying? Just had, but I mean, yeah. and that's fine or whatever. But I see, like, when he, when I, yeah, I said hello. He said, "Yo, you got a minute?" Yeah, and then it just go or whatever. And and I mean, that's that's cool. That's what I'm here for. And and we we can maybe unpack it later on, or maybe he just need to get off a chair. You got to blow off some steam sometime or whatever. But then I see him when he was up there getting the barber's license and everything. I see him up there cutting the hair and everything, and I was like. I've been telling you forever, yo, the shop, that's going to be your element. That's your therapy, man. That's that's your therapeutic. You you know, you got the church, but then that's your, you know what I'm saying? We used to go hoop all the time, let off some steam or whatever. <laughs> or you got eight kids, so you was letting off steam another kind of way or whatever. Steam, but the, the cutting and the therapeutic, that was, you know, that was real or whatever. So um, I just, I just want to say that, yeah, letting off the steam, that's what they call it, you know. So I just wanted to. Throw that out there or whatever, brother. I'll be there for you because when he calls, right. he be going ham. And I'm a vegan in the group, say, man, and he be throwing a ham at me like, <laughs> just, you know. So, uh, and, 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 and PK, PK, that's my, that's my, uh, yeah, no doubt, no year. doubt, man. That's my so, year. but, uh, because I know, because I know, because at the end, if I don't get off the phone, he always got something, <laughs> he's always got something positive <laughs> to say, man. Something to, uh, Reel me back in, but yeah, I always start at a hundred, man. I just gotta get it out. This oh, I got you. <laughs> yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all good, man. So, uh, e, you want yeah, the floor, Philly, or y'all wanna, you know, before? But one one thing I do want to say, Neil, you tell me if you're good. go ahead. I was like, go ahead, then. I know Philly want to get into a man, and and kudos, and we're gonna give you flowers because it takes it takes a man, you know what I'm saying, to to tell this story. And you yeah, kept asking, you know, how deep do y'all want to go, and what was I telling you? If if it's a question, uh, I mean, I don't know. Is is as deep as you wanted Listen, to go? Like I said in the group chat, man. Uh, your, your your testimony is your story, my man. Right. So whatever whatever you about to say today could help somebody listening right now or listening in the future. So. Yep. Correct. Correct. Like I said, I'll plug that celebrate for celebrate recovery, man. If you know somebody don't if you don't want to talk with people you know, you, you find one of those in your area, you can walk up into a meeting and sit there and let it all out or whatever. So I mean my wife my my wife, my corporate come through. She throw a celebrate recovery link down there or something. You know what I'm saying to help you know help out. But uh, with all that being said, man, if, if nobody has anything to air out, we're just gonna get a Florida Philly in. And you set the scene, man. We good? Nothing Ooh. seen, nothing heard. Paul right, Wild so Frazier, it's on you. We're gonna try to get through this as quick as possible, right? Nah, right, nah don't so, uh, no, we not. Good. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. 
All right, so <laughs> however you want to go. 2010 was a shit show. So um, I'll give y'all like the small pieces and then give you the, I don't want to say like the last domino because it was like one of the first ones that kind of fell, but everything just kind of came behind it. So um, 2010, I'm in art school. Um, I was still actively hooping, you know, trying to make something out of that. Uh, I'm trying to read through everything I got here, my fault. Um, and then just away from everybody, you know, like personal life and all that, like I was in the street. So a lot of what people saw and a lot of what people knew, it was true, but you know, like they said, you do your dirt by your lonely, right? And that's what it was, you know. You could look at me and see something, or you could just, you know, do your profiling or whatever you want to do. And it was always, you know, empty-handed, you know, nothing, you, you, you have nothing to really stand on. You can just make an assumption and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna answer you to prove you right or wrong either way. But, um, you know, it was, it was a lot of what I was doing in the street was just really like a nightlife thing. Um, in the process of all of that stuff, I was, I was going anywhere from Delaware, Philly to like Charlotte duffel bags, we swapping, all that type of stuff. So in the process of that, you know, witnessing, you know, things go left with like other people um, being followed a couple of different times. Um, I was actually in, I want to say, I, I can't recall um, if it was Salisbury, Maryland or Annapolis. I can't remember, but I got followed by some uh some undercovers follow me and this is something i mentioned on one of the other episodes that we talked about with um you know the george floyd stuff you know being profiled and whatnot that was actually the time i was talking about where i got pulled over at you know at gunpoint all that stuff get out the car they cuffed me and i was actually doing what i was doing on like crutches because my knee was messed up i had a really bad knee injury at the time but I'm still getting to it. I'm still doing what I got to do. So that was the first part of it. Um, a lot of that stuff was just kind of snowballing, like more and more. It was just starting to get real hot, right? Just, just, you know, I was in a position where it's like, yo, you need to slow down. And then at the same time, it was like, I got to keep it pushing. I got to keep it pushing. So that, like, that is what it is. Um, in the process of that, in 2010, I had already had a friend of mine who was in the middle of a of a, a bid he was doing he he got a 10-year bid for the same you know type of situations or whatever and um we'll just say allegedly like Hector said and um he was calling me at like two three you know two three in the morning like yo like you good I'm like yeah I'm straight you know telling him how I was feeling going through the motions with all that stuff and um him being where I, you know, was, you know, him previously being where I was currently at, you know, he was always trying to talk me off of that, 
like, man, you got to chill or, you know, just be careful. And the people that I knew where I was living at, you know, I was doing my thing by myself. So it was like, you don't want to really expose anybody around, you know, around you that you see on a regular basis. You know, you don't, you don't expose your people to the fire, to say the least. And that part of it, I held true to, like, regardless of if I was mad at them, regardless of if everything was cool or not, I literally had that separate life away from everybody that nobody knew nothing about. Um, prior to the injury thing, um, being in art school, I was going through everything, but the classes were starting to pile up on me. I was doing too much, um, just trying to do a lot, just to be productive. But in, you know, in the long run, I was hurting myself. So um, April of 2010, um, my uncle was diagnosed with liver cancer. So that part of it, that was the hard part because at that point, uh, his birthday is April 13th. So I'm going through the motions of, you know, I hit him up and, you know, whenever I hit him up, he, he always throws something right back at me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that was my confidant. That was, that was the ear. Like, like we was just talking about, that was the ear. So trying to, trying to figure out what was going on with that and then you know talk to my cousin um his daughter or whatever you know we're more like brother and sister so she was like you know we, you know we was out of town you know dad wasn't really feeling too good you know we don't know what's going on but you know he will let you i'll let you know and you know come to find out the diagnosis came shortly you know shortly after and it went from it went from the diagnosis to i would say like the, the steady, you know, decline of, you know, everything. So seeing that, and then I had a couple of different things going on where, you know, I was finding out about stuff, you know, from different people. Like I had people that was around me at the time that was in the house that were like, you know, people was taking stuff out of my house when I wasn't there, you know, just all kind of crazy stuff, you know, so I'm trying to, do a process of elimination on top of just weeding out just everybody. And the diagnosis was, that was the, that was the big like blow. So I start having all these injuries. I have the run-ins, you know, with the detectives and all that stuff, you know, from the street life. I see that go left with somebody else who, I don't even want to get into that part, but, um, you know, like coming, coming to when he passed at the beginning of December, it was like everything had like completely just caved. You know, it was like seeing the steady decline. I had dropped, I dropped out of art school, um, frustrated from the injuries. I started losing money because I wasn't, you know, making my moves in and out of town. And I was just kind of to myself. And like I was saying in the video that I shared, like it got to that, to that day I went to work. I had like a little part-time job. I got to work that day and I was just like, just kind of spaced out. I'm trying to piece out like, yo, like, cause my uncle passed December 4th. And like I said, that was like the last straw for me. So the rest of that month, after, after I went home for the funeral, I honestly really can't tell you much of anything from there to 
like that night of like New Year's Eve. So sharing the stories, people hit me up, invite me out. Um, I had a coworker in this, in this, I didn't put this in the video that I, that, you know, we shared to advertise the episode, but I had a coworker at work that day. I'm spaced out and he was just like, yo, man, he was like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm straight, you know, shrug it off. Don't say nothing. Minding my business. And um, in the process of that, I literally looked at him and he was like, yo, he was like, man, you sure you're straight? He was like, man, you look like you about to kill somebody. Like straight up, I just looked and I, I gave him that look like, you know what I'm saying? And, and just kept it moving. Got home and I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember the exact time, but I came home like it was a regular day. Like I'm getting ready for the next day. Came home, chilled. Uh, Might have watched TV, plugged the phone up on the charger, closed the windows, locked the doors. And at the time, it was like different things that I was trying to use to stay afloat. Like I told you, the injuries. So I'm trying to deal with the pain as much as I can, right? So I'm going through that. But I literally had the resources based on what I was doing on the street. I had the resources of whatever pills I needed. So I got whatever I need for pain. I got ambience to go to sleep. Like the freshman's episode, I got speed pills that need to stay awake. Anything to keep me going to stay productive, right? And that's all of the same shit that I was in the middle of that, you know, oh, you want this? Cool, whatever. I sell it, I do whatever I do. And allegedly. Allegedly. And um it's funny. He he actually watching right now too, so it's funny. Um, but yeah, I, I just looked. I looked in the duffel bag, man, and I was just like, you know what? Like what Neil said, you know, Neil was just like, it's a muscle memory thing, creature of habit. So I was like, man, I was like, fuck this. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this this really just ain't the place for me. And I just like I can't I can't recall like how much, but I just literally just grabbed like a couple of different handfuls of just different shit and just like literally just right there. And, that, and, and in the process of it happening, I was literally, I was in the bed. So the plan was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to go to sleep after I just did this. And you know what I'm saying? It's going to be what it's going to be type thing. I wasn't, based on the way that the entire year had gone, trusting trusting people, depending on people, trying to figure out what was going on with like my uncle and all that. And then in the process of all of that going on, um, <clears throat> just going back to my uncle, I wasn't calling him to give him anything because of what he was going through. So I wasn't sharing none of that with him to get, you know, like, I wasn't getting no kind of feedback. Because I wasn't, I wasn't trying to throw none of the shit that I was going through. I wasn't trying to put none of that on him because, you know, here he is going through, you know, going through what he's going through, basically just trying to make sure he can push through that and, and survive, you know, his diagnosis. So I internalized everything that I was going through, like everything. And it was just like, like, what the hell can I say to him? 
that would be fair enough for him to even, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I can't, but I, I can't really put that into words, but I hope y'all get what I mean as far as like, I, just, I didn't think it was fair to come to him on any level. Like, yo, uh, man, like I'm hurt. I can't play, you know, physically. I was starting to like, see like all of the gaps and just my body was just kind of failing me like out of nowhere and i just been i couldn't see myself talking to him about none of that shit while he was going through what he was going through and the homie that was locked up like i said he would call me and we would talk or you know i would shoot emails back and forth with him but you know i couldn't again same thing with him like he knew about it you know after the fact but i couldn't say nothing to him like look what he dealing with you know what I'm saying? He away from his family. You know what I'm saying? In in an unknown environment. You know, so I can't pass judgment, you know, to him and ask him to listen to that based on what he's going through. I'm supposed to be there for him too. And you know, that was it, man. And I can't I can't really find a word to describe it, but like waking up the next day. I don't know. It, it literally was just like a, like I felt like really weird, like incoherent, trying to like figure out what was going on, where I was at. If it was even real, like I'm, I'm feeling my face, trying to like, you know, feel my chest and make sure like, like is this real, like am I really alive type of shit? Cause I'm really thinking in my head, like I was really trying to just like, yo, if this is how it's going to be and I'm really feeling like it's me against the world, then cool, you know what I'm saying? Out of sight, out of mind. I ain't worried about y'all, y'all not worried about me, whatever, cool, we we even. And that was from like a friend standpoint, that was family, that was like any previous relationships of any level, like just, you know, close friends that I knew, teammates, just everybody. Like I literally was just locked into, like I'm done with this, like straight up, I'm just done. And I took that as a sign, man, like being able to come out of that the next day. And then, you know, I questioned, I, I didn't question, I never questioned God to say, um, to say anything on that. It was more me just being frustrated because I thought I was doing all of the right things leading up to the decision that I made impulsively. And, and me being a planner, I'm thinking about stuff 24-7. And that was literally just the impulsive decision that I decided to make that day. So that was just a sign for me. And, then, you know, just like thinking about it was like, okay, I woke up from this for a reason. Like, what's the reason? And I just started processing, you know, and, you know, I said a prayer about it. And, you know, one of the things I said in the prayer was just like, you know, I said, thank you for giving me that opportunity to like shake through this or whatever that impulsive moment was, you know, most of the time you don't really get that second chance when you try to make that type of decision. Or some people may have just done something else to just make sure that they get the outcome that they're looking for with that impulsive mindset. And that was, that was important, but I also had just asked for you know, like another sign of something that would help me get like centered and put back in the right direction and met a couple of new people. Um, 
one of the homies, I started coaching AAU with him, you know, met my wife after that, like, you know, months after that, which far has manifested to, you know, having children now, being married six and a half, almost seven years to this point, and almost ten years collectively. Almost almost, you know, almost ten years, ten years of uh collectively, you know, being together or whatever. And it's like mm-hmm. You know, like I almost fucked all of that up. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm glad you're here. You, uh, I told you that the other day. I'm glad you're coming you back, here. man. That's called that's <laughs> grace and mercy, man. The Bible says, "Grace and mercy should follow you all the days of your life." You feel me? Like hey, said, tell like him, tell him, Hector, preach, man. But like you said, there's nah. a reason why you woke up. There's a reason why. All them pills uh, didn't work. You feel me? Um, there's a book in the Bible, man. It's about Job. And if you don't know about Job, go read it. It's crazy. Um, you know, God told the devil, you can touch anybody you want. Just don't touch Job. That is my guy, for lack of better words. That is my man. That's what you and went through, man. You can touch whatever you it. want. Just don't, don't touch Paul. You feel me? And uh, man, you here, you you were, you were put on this earth, man, to, to be a father, to be a husband, to be the friend that you are to us and whoever many more uh, people that you talk to. You got a little brother now, man. You, you're here to be a big brother. I mean, it, it, countless reasons and, and, and countless blessings that have come into your life since then, man. You, I'm, I'm, you, you probably don't have enough paper to write it down, man, but but um, everybody yeah, has to go through something. And I'm yeah. glad you came out, man. Yeah, and, and, I, and I feel the same way, too. Like, I, I mean, like, I, I just don't know, man. Like, I feel like the frustration was building because I looked at it like I was saying, based on something that y'all had all previously said, like, I feel like, you know, just the muscle memory of what I was doing every day, like Neil said, preacher had it, you know, we athletes, you know, you, you wake up with a routine, you go to sleep with a routine. So I feel like, damn, like I'm sticking to the script, like granted I'm doing this extra stuff, but I'm still like sticking to the script of doing everything I need to do, you know, just checking everything off my list every day. Then, you know, like Hector was saying, like, you never know what's going on on the outside. I'm still dealing with the same shit now, not as much because I don't do it anymore, but I'm always the one reaching out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what's good with you? You straight? Everything cool? You need something? You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, I might not have at the time of asking, I might not have had a damn thing in my pocket to give or whatever, but you know uh, what I'm saying? Like, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's I'm, that time period, like, um, from from your knee injury to the police to your uncle, like like what was the the time frame where all this happened at once? Oh yeah, you're this like, was yeah, Spain. This was no nah, man. Um, like I said, my uncle. Yeah, my my uncle's diagnosis was April of 2010. He passed in December. But I was already um, the end of 2009. I had a, uh, I broke my ankle. And I, I played on that for like a month, came back from that going into 2010 or whatever. And then I'm I sorry about that, by the way. 
I, I appreciate I appreciate you never okay. put me on blast. Eleven <laughs> years later, twelve years later, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> but um, so it, it kind of happened with that. So um, you know, just missing appointments or missing uh class because I was going to physical therapy that was starting to hinder me with class and falling behind, falling behind, falling behind. Another injury, losing sleep from you know overnight stuff. And then my uncle's diagnosis was like, like what the like what, like what is this? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand it. So that whole year was just beating you down. Yeah, and 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 it literally it got worse and worse and worse. And then he he passed. Mm -hmm. uh, December fourth was a Saturday, so I had two I had two of my homies and um, two other friends at the time, they came, I talked to my aunt like a day or two later, that Monday, cause I had a game that night. And I was like, I really don't know what to do. I don't want to play. So I talked to her and her cousin, I mean, and her daughter who's like my sister. And I was just like, you know, like, what should I do? And it was like, he would want you to play. So I go there, you know, the four of them meet me up there at the gym. And I absolutely stink up the jump. The entire time. I mean, like, you talking hot trash on a glazed roll, <laughs> I was it. But guess who hits a game winner off of a rebound and throws it over the backboard on some Kobe shit? And Not it goes you. straight in. It goes straight in <laughs> at the bucket. I swear to God, yo. <laughs> I, I swear. I think I finished that game with three points. I hit a free throw in the first half, and then that happened at the end of the second half. That's a, that's, that, there's a message just in that by itself. Man. I had nothing to do with that <laughs> entire shot at all. Like, all the homies knew. I was like, yo, man, I don't know if I'm playing. My uncle just passed. And they was like, man, right. if you don't play, don't worry about it. Talk to my aunt. Talk to my cousin. And then I just showed up at the game, you know, with – like my friends that came with me and that was it. But just after, you know, after that, it started to sink in again. I'm like, man, I got to go to this funeral. And then after the funeral, I started still having issues with some of the other stuff from trying to get back into school and um, still the profile and stuff. So I'm like, man, like, I just can't, I can't get where I want to get. I can't get, you know, and at the time too, you know, just, just no other, no other like support. So I thought I was making the right choice. Clearly I wasn't, but <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. I, I don't hey, know. Hey, hey, PK, man, turn that light down. You over there. <laughs> <laughs> man, right. right. <laughs> you know, that, that's crazy, man. You man, know, I'm over here really beaming. So, you know, it was about <laughs> a lot of buzzwords, you know, uh, support, you know, uh, another one, you know what I mean? Hashtag, you know, you kept saying the decision, which, you know, that makes me think about the great one when you say the decision. You know what I mean? That was that Cleveland and Miami trade. <laughs> anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, man, you know, it's, it's so, uh, yeah, well, you know, I, I uh, through all these years, you know, I always tell people, and I, you know, we, we just we just reconnected, not you know this year, but I always man whenever I was on the court, man, 
I was, you know, hey man, it was just a little cat and that name. And Paul, man, and we and he looked like AI, you know. And uh and I used to, you know, talk about you and Josh, man, and had no idea, bro, that you know, 2010, man, the wife and I and my oldest was in Korea, you know. Uh had no idea, man, you know, people that you were so close with during, you know what I mean, a certain time of your life is battling the most, you know what I mean? And it puts it in perspective, you know, you, you're going through stuff personally, man, and you, you know, you, you look at, uh, you turn on the news, you know, somebody, somebody is catching it 10 times worse, you know? I'm worried about, hey, man, I don't want to go back to Fort Campbell from Korea, you know what I mean? And then, mind you, my homeboy on I-95, man, he, he like, man, I, I can't do it no more. You know what I mean? And it, it, it makes you think, like, man, like, bro, like, uh, are you, what you're going through, man, is it, is it really that serious? Or, or maybe it is, you know what I mean? But uh, it, it puts things in perspective sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And people I think, don't understand, uh, like, I think everybody's level of um, or, or degree of, of difficulty is obviously different. You know what I mean? What 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 might be, um, you know, extreme for for Paul may not be extreme for PK. You know what I mean? So so to say that you know is it is it that serious? For some people, it, the most minuscule things that we think are are. are life changing for other people you know yeah. what i mean so so you and just that's funny that's funny too hector because it's like now you know when people hit me up and like yo you good i'll say yeah i'm straight but if i start talking to them you know we still you know shooting texts back and forth or if it's an in-person conversation you know face to face i'll start just having a conversation and just be like man i was trying to do such and such and then this happened like now like i'm so used to bottling stuff up and knowing where it went, I'm not going back that I'm not going down that route again. But now it's not like I'm just ungrateful because I'll just complain and share about the dumbest shit now. Just because nah, hey, listen, like, it's I, healthy. like I do with it. Man, you gotta get it everything out. to myself. Man. You gotta get it out. Like, like I said, like I said at uh like I said in our first mm -hmm. episode, man. Don't do it. You know. You you gotta get it out, man. You it it doesn't matter if you find somebody to talk to, or if you just look in the mirror and you scream at yourself, or you're walking down the street and you talk to yourself. What whatever you have to do to to get whatever is bothering you out, because to just keep it bottled up, man, it's like a it, it's you know what I mean. It's like a it's like a coke bottle. You just threw some. Um, the, the little breath mint joints in and then you try to close it up real quick. Yeah, the Mentos. It's like yeah, a big yeah, two liter. Yeah. You throw some Mentos. The Mentos, up, yeah. It's going to blow up. And humans are the same, man. People are the same. We. That's when you, you got couples that, you know, um, it, it just goes overboard and, and it gets abusive, uh, you know, verbally or physically because they, whatever that, that spouse has been doing has been bothering them they just bottle it up bottle it up bottle it up you know same thing with you know postal workers like when people say oh well, he's going postal you know what i'm saying all that all that stuff at work man life you can't keep it bottled up you got to talk to it talk talk it out get it out 
I don't care what you got to do. If you got to talk to your dog or a person or you just talk to yourself. I find myself, I'm crazy already. So if I can't reach PK, I'm in the car talking to myself all day. You, you know how? So I get it out. I have to get it out because. You know how y'all, you know how, you know, if you get hit in the head or you get hit in the ear, you know, something, you get that ringing sensation. Yeah. I swear to God, I felt like that. 2010 like no bullshit i literally felt like that just in one of those moves where it's like i could hold a conversation with somebody and then walk right away from it and not even and like you were saying you don't even know what they were talking about no no and yeah. and that was really it like everything looked perfect like the mansion was great but all the furniture was turned over in that mud like you can't <laughs> It looked great on the outside, you know what I'm saying? But it, it needed a whole lot of maintenance internally. And I just walked around with it, you know? And my yeah. way of dealing with it was just staying away from people or thinking like, oh, I could just go hoop and just try to get rid of it. Or, oh, let me go write something real quick. Or let me try to record and see if I can just get it out that, like nothing was working. So I'm really looking and I'm like, man, I didn't try this, 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 and this. Hmm. So I mean, no. I'm saying so. Like I mean, so what, what works? What works for you now? What's the what was the answer? Obviously, something something worked, you know, or, or, or did it work? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. It it started. It started like I said. Um, one of the homies here. It's funny because he like six eight six nine, but I was his bodyguard, right? So. Hooping from a hooping huh? <laughs> No, look, look, hooping, hooping wise, like he was the one who was like, he was one of my teammates. And he was like, yo, I'm I'm about to start coaching AAU. So that was like the first thing. And like I told y'all, and we talked about this before too, where you know, somebody was just saying, or you know, I think I think Chinaman said it, like, get the help, get the help you need. I wasn't thinking of like, I need help for myself. I was thinking like like, what can I do to help somebody else? So when I started coaching AAU, I was talking to them kids like, yo, like, you got to make sure you look out for this. You got to do this, do this. Are you are you the oldest? You you got younger brothers and sisters? Or are your parents together? I was, I was doing stuff like that before practice, after practice, you know, going to games when we had tournaments and all that. Like, that's what I started doing. And then um, just kind of slowly changing the circle. You know, just keeping the, the circle was still small, but it was like a full rotation of people that were coming in and out. And I was just like, it was literally just like, you know, I was shuffling like, all right, I can't mess with you no more. I see he's doing something that I kind of want to figure out what he's doing so I can learn how to do that so I can get what he's doing or get where he's at. So I was shuffling those pieces around and just, you know, just trying to find ways to be productive. And that's kind of like how it was, you know, and then, you know, in between all of those two things, because it was a lot of travel and different stuff going on between there um, is when, you know, I met my wife and then it was just like, okay, I met a new person. I have a clean slate with, you know what I'm saying? There's no like baggage there on my side or nothing on her side that's going to get in the way. So it, it was it was just like all productive. And you know, you you still have your moments where it's frustrating. Like this past December was the um was the 10 year 
you know, and I don't want to call it really an anniversary or whatever, but it is it was ten it marked the ten year you know anniversary of that particular incident. So, um, it was just literally you know it was hard to get to that five year thing without right. thinking about it a lot. Then after the fifth year was like I would only start to think about it the closer I got to that particular date. And then this past December when I woke up on that New Year's Eve, I was just like. It was like, I'm straight. I didn't even acknowledge it, like, publicly, like, posting something or posting, like, a New Year's resolution type of... I didn't even, you know, I had gotten to the point to where it's like, all right, I'm cool. So, you never know, man. You, you just... So really I'm going to tell you this, man. If you ever, if you ever, 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 bro, listen, I don't know what it is, you know. Ever, ever, ever. But, uh, PK, what you call him? The guy in the sky, what you call him? <laughs> yeah, the sky. Yeah, I don't know. He he gave me these. Yeah, uh, big sky daddy he gave me these sky daddy man. You know, uh, I take on. I remember earlier I was telling you I take on people's stuff. You know what I mean? And um, I can compartmentalize your problems, right? And I deal with my own at another date and time. I deal yep. with you know. Yep. I'll deal with it. But if you if you feel like you need to, to talk to somebody, because I pray, man, consistently, constantly. You know what I mean? You need to holler at me. Um, we, I'll pray with you on the phone. And I think I've done that before. I sent you to pray over the phone. You know what I mean? The Bible say when two or more agree, you know what I mean, et cetera. You know, whatever you're going through, I'm going to talk to you on the phone, dumb early, right? Before the, <laughs> when, the, when the roosters is crowing, you know, Yo, and, somebody got to stop and, him, man. Like, man, hey, I know, I know, man. You know, and I used man. to clown my mom. Ain't nobody up, ain't nobody up at that time, but him and Sky Daddy. I, I, I do it because I got to get to work, man. But I'm, I got so much, you know, I have so much energy in the morning, energy in the morning to where I got to put it somewhere, and you know, positivity right. is the route that I chose. To take that you know um i pray you got two hours i got two hours i pray with hector i didn't pray with pk i shot you know i'll do that for you and it's genuine you know what i mean yeah. um, on occasion man i you know i always i always pray hey you know uh, what yep. can i do uh for you today what can i do i ask so much you know hey bless me with this extra money you give me the extra money i'll blow it on a travis scott six you know, what I'm <laughs> hey, I promise you know what I mean. I won't do it again. You give it to me again. I'm blowing on such and such. You know what I mean. Um, so I always pray. Yeah. Hey, what can I do? Hey, you know what I mean. Um, so I'll reach out sometimes. He lays a word on me. But we we cool though, fellas. Like I don't um. I I feel I feel worse for. You know, other people that are in the position to where they try to kind of feel like they can really get to me at this point. Um, because they don't know. Huh? Yeah, yeah you told I, me I about this here. Like, <laughs> I said, you told me. Yeah, like, you were I talking. You was like, you know, so like, I, I almost to, took like, my own life, so why would I not? I talk <laughs> to people, but, you know, I try to avoid the confrontation, and it makes me look crazy at times and it's like man i'm just thinking in my head while i'm looking or while i'm walking away or while i'm dismissing some bullshit and it's like man 
you have no clue, like, right. allegedly, like, you have no clue. Like, I would have caught you back in the day and we would have had a different conversation. Allegedly. Like, <laughs> allegedly. Just, it's cool. Like, and I just, I'm, I'm glad that, mm -hmm. I'm glad that I can be here doing this and just continuing to do the, you know, continuing to do the other stuff as far as, like, trying to figure out how to take care of, like, other families and other children during the holidays with, like, the nonprofit thing and um, still just picking y'all brains about stuff and a few other people that I talk to on a regular basis. Like, another close friend of mine is always telling me, like, yo, you know, you don't have to be religious. You can be spiritual. So, you know, it's just trying to make sure you can get those meditations in or at least just have that time to where you can just kind of sit and think peacefully you know, everybody got something going on, so it's hard, but even if it's the smallest thing, like going to the mailbox or whatever the case may be, if that's like the alone time, walk like the undertaker from wrestling to the mailbox or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, do what you gotta do, but um, I'm just, I'm like, I'm cool with it, man. Like, <laughs> I thought it was gonna be more difficult to kind of get into it tonight, because I haven't like discussed it like this before, nor have I, I think the last time I might have talked about this publicly was probably like a year ago, or e probably even longer than that. So I appreciate y'all going first to even sharing anything remotely close to the chaos that I just put out there. So the caveat for, uh, to what Neil was saying, man. Yeah, about yeah. No. If anything, uh, if anybody needs anything, for all the listeners out there. You know, those that we know and those that we don't. I don't know how many people we've reached or we are going to reach. But if you are thinking about suicide in any way, shape, or form, there is a number that you can call. It is 1-800-273-8255. That is the Suicide Prevention Hotline. Uh, you can call. I'm, I'm more than sure somebody mm -hmm. will help you. If not, yes, I'm extending sir. an olive branch right now. You can, you can send us send us a message at the quad and and one of darkness looms. I'm the darkness. You see your struggles. I have one thousand percent faith in me and my guy's ability. No so doubt, we are here for you. It might not it might not tell you the response is coming from me because the well said. Be hating, but well said. I'm gonna say BFA. <laughs> They're still gonna say BFA, so yeah, we, we worked on that for like 45 minutes it's yesterday, awesome. man. It wasn't it's no go. So okay, this so fellas, we good. I'm gonna put the queen on. The she got a little breath session. So, yeah. Explain it, man. What's up? Over his picture. Now it's a you know a lot of people. They 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 laugh and stuff at that stuff that you do like oh my god why are you doing that but um y'all stuff that's helped got, yeah it's, it's some stuff that helps so I'm gonna put her on the mic you know Nearby, what's up man, <laughs> what's the question talk to us nah he ain't do it but now nah, for real I'm gonna put her on man she gonna take us through a little something and I jump back on we'll do a little house cleaning and uh. And um, we'll 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 end this thing. So y'all hold on just a second as coming to the stage as she gathers wellness, aka Janet Nicole. Okay, hey, you're what's up, sir? What up, fam? 
<laughs> nothing much so thank you for having me on let me pull up my notes because um full moon wouldn't let me print it so it's on my phone so we we do what we got to do so anyways thank y'all for having me on i appreciate y'all having this segment it is heavy for a lot of people but it needs to be said because everyone in some way has dealt with mental illness but everybody doesn't want to talk about it i myself have dealt with it i've been through sexual trauma domestic stuff deep emotional wounds all that kind of stuff and as we say in yoga what you don't deal with and you push down will come out sideways and anything coming out sideways is not fun so um that means it can come out and <laughs> sideways it can come out as an illness it can be depression it can be alcoholism it can be over shopping over sexing under eating over eat, whatever it all is a form of you trying to suppress something that you're not trying to deal with so i appreciate y'all creating the space and then i also appreciate y'all having me on following you know the heavy topics and i appreciate y'all sharing your stories as well so <laughs> that being said uh i guess i should introduce myself i'm janet for the people who aren't y'all that don't know me um i run get house fitness it is a wellness brand i do reiki yoga meditation <laughs> breath work spiritual coaching all the woo woo things um and yeah <laughs> So uh, today I'm just going to basically reground us and kind of like I, I like to call it like a cleanse, like wash us off, like get rid of all the debris of everything we talked about. Like it, it's triggering for some people. It's heavy I'm, for some I'm people. Sorry, sis. You know, know why I'm blessed. so just I'm get us there. Know, Let me make sure know, I didn't miss anything. Hold on. Before you get started again. Bro, I didn't even do that then. Y'all need to, I'm going to make y'all put that little tape on the, on the thing so nobody can see you. Y'all ain't going to be My mom asking me what I'm drinking. I told her it's apple juice. <laughs> dark, that apple juice, old as hell. It was just, That's some dark apple juice. That is not apple, apple juice. Especially squeezed. Right, lies you tell. All right, so we're going to do a uh, breath work. What do I want to say about the breath? Um, so our breath is basically our number one thing besides our connection to the creator. Like there's lots of things that can function in our body without something else functioning. Like you can lose certain organs and still live. You can be hooked up to machines. You even can be hooked up to a ventilator and still live. But like you can be brain dead and your body still function. But if you have no breath, there's nothing like there's no blood pumping, there's no brain function, there's no nothing. So our prana, our life force, our air from the creator is like our number one. And we lose our breath. That's why we, you know, pass out. We get lightheaded when we're mad. Like all, you get dizzy, all these things because we come out of our breath. So doing breath work helps calm your nervous system. It can get you out of the anxiety mindset. It helps shift your mood. Uh, it's just good for a lot of things. It balances you out and it kind of takes you out of those ruminating thoughts when, especially if you're in a dark place, I'm sure you're familiar with, it can be one or two thoughts that just go over and over and over. You can hey, think those same Janet, two thoughts all freaking day and they just won't stop. They're like a little bird on your shoulder. You start with it. So, did you say prana? Prana, yeah, prana, okay. that's your life force energy. P R 
A N A. Right, right. Okay, so I had to spell okay, it like I that because I'm I dyslexic, so I had to like envision it in the. Okay, anyway. <laughs> All right, so just a little disclaimer stuff. If you are doing breath work like in a heavy way where you're closing your eyes, like we're not trying to close eyes and drive forklifts. We not like breathing heavily and rocking baby to sleep so babies fall on the ground. We not like having stuff frying and boiling in the background. Uh, if you do, it's on you. Get House Fitness is not liable. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, also, uh, when you do things like this, sometimes you just, of course, just get a little calm feeling, which is all great. Uh, some people actually feel energy move. So maybe you'll start to yawn randomly. Maybe you laugh. Maybe your eyes water. Maybe you catch a chill. Or like I said, maybe you just get in a Man, in a calm state. So are y'all gonna behave? Cause I'm gonna get Paul when we get off of here. <laughs> I'm gonna be blowing y'all phone up when we get off of here. All right, so we're gonna get started and y'all hopefully can stop acting silly. So go you ahead and mute your yourselves on. for now. <laughs> so you got two, I got a I got a pause. Okay. So, so you got at least you got at least a minute. No. Oh, it's gonna take you that long. That big <laughs> no. house—that's what it is. He got so far to go. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> he said he has to go potty. Preston's on the floor. Anyways, all right. So find a comfortable seat. It's easier to do in something that's firm. That way you can stack your spine. Um, I find when you're in soft stuff, you kind of sink down. Um, we will be doing body locks as we do this breath. So what that means to people who aren't familiar, um, we'll do a root lock, which is at the base of your spine. For all my females, it would be similar to doing a Kegel. For all my dudes, it would be the muscle you squeeze when you try to stop so you your stream of pee. So whoever aligns with whatever, that's what you do. <laughs> what are you about to say, Hector? All right, I'm done. I'm, that was my do you clench your butt when you stop pee? <laughs> that is a failed mission because I really need to know why we clenching butt cheeks to stop pee. They, they coming out of separate areas, or at least in the rest of us, they do. I'm. I have to hit Cindy up and ask her what's going on with that. <laughs> so, anyways, root lock at the base of the spine, Kegel or stopping stream of pee. We also will do a tongue lock that just means to press your tongue into the roof of your mouth. Um, we will be doing a third eye gaze. So our eyes will be closed while we're doing this. You'll just look towards your third eye. So you don't have to be all crazy like this unless that's your vibe, but you just close your eyes and look towards your third eye. And then if you can, we're going to do Ujjayi breathing. And all that is is where you breathe where it's kind of like a Darth Vader type sound it kind of sounds like the ocean so if you imagine when say you're trying to fog up a mirror and you go ah, how you have to close the back of your throat it's breathing like that except with your mouth closed so so in and out through the nose constricting the back of the throat it makes that ocean like sound it's kind of soothing it helps kind of lull you off it kind of stops the the sounds of everything that's going on in your head. So that's it.
So you'll be breathing through your nose, in and out through your nose, unless I tell you to do otherwise. All right? So we're going to get started. So close your eyes. Don't be looking at each other like kindergartners and laughing and all this kind of stuff because Paul and Neil, I'm going to get y'all and then Hector probably going to think something crazy. But anyways, woo-woo, let it go. All right. <laughs> so closing the eyes. So you're going to sit up straight. And then stack your shoulders over your hips. So most people will have to kind of lean forward a little bit. And then release your shoulders down away from your ears. And unclench your jaw. Relax the wrinkles out of your forehead. Release the tension in the fingers and the toes. Unclench the glutes and the hamstrings. And then you're going to just start to slow your breath down. So first, I want you to notice if you even associate your inhale with expanding your stomach and your exhale with contracting, because sometimes we're so disconnected from ourselves that we breathe opposite than our action. So when you fill up, make sure your belly is expanding. And when you exhale, make sure your belly is going in. So this is your first mission. Just tune in to filling up, belly expand, and exhale, belly goes in, filling up, and letting go. From here, as you're filling up and letting go, I want you to drop your thoughts, let go of your to-do list, your worries, there's nowhere to go, nowhere to be, nothing to do. Just tune into your breath, noticing the in-breath and the out-breath, filling up and letting go. And we're going to start what is called a connected breath. So as soon as you inhale completely, you'll deflate. So we're gonna inhale, we're gonna fill up the full belly though. So push out your ribs, fill up your belly, blow it out like a little baby full belly. Then exhale, draw your navel toward your spine. And when you're completely empty, inhale, fill it up, blow the belly out big, blow the ribs out. Exhale, let it go, draw the belly button in towards the spine. Inhale, big belly. Exhale, let it all go empty. Two more like this. Inhale, fill the belly up, blow it out. Exhale, let it go, belly in. Last one, big breath in, blow the belly out. Exhale, let it go. So coming back to normal breath, just checking in. Notice if any thoughts came up, any random emotions. Is your ego mad fighting you, asking you why you're doing this? Just notice and let it go. Still breathing, long, deep, slow, calming everything down. Now I want you to breathe in, full belly breath again. Draw the air below the belly button, blow the ribs out, and then hold. Hold your inhale. Now draw the pelvic floor up, root lock. Look towards your third eye and press your tongue into the roof of your mouth, still holding your breath. Exhale, let all the air go. If you need to fold forward to squeeze it out, do so. And then you're going to hold your exhale. 
No more air, letting everything go. Release all that does not serve. Inhale, fill up, fill up, fill up. Big belly breath, blow the ribs out and hold. Draw the pelvic floor up. Gaze towards the roof, the third eye, and press the tongue into the roof of the mouth. Exhale, let all the air go, all the air go, all the air go. Empty and hold. No more air. Creating space for new things. Inhale, fill up. Big belly breath. Fill it up, fill it up. Take it one more sip if you can and hold. Root lock, third eye, tongue to the roof of the mouth, and this time take energy, send it towards your heart center. Exhale, let it go, let it go, let it go. Squeeze it all out. Hold this exhale, no air. Inhale, fill up normal breathing here, checking back in, relaxing those shoulders. Restack the spine if you need to. From here, you're going to take your index finger and place it over your left nostril. Inhale, right nostril only, big belly breath, and hold at the top. Root lock. Gaze towards the third eye, tongue lock. Exhale, let it all go, let it all go, right side only, and hold. Inhale, fill it up, right side only, fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, and hold. Exhale, let it go. Squeeze it all out. Empty, hold at the bottom. Inhale, fill it all the way up. Take in more air, more air, more air. Hold. This time, send energy into your heart center. Keep holding. Exhale, let all the air go, all the air go, all the air go. Hold the exhale. Keep holding the exhale. Take your index finger to your right nostril. Inhale, left side only. Fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, and hold. Pelvic floor draws up. Gaze towards the third eye. Press the tongue into the roof of the mouth. Keep holding. Exhale, let it go, let it go, let it go, and hold the exhale at the bottom. Inhale, fill it up, big belly breath. Take in more air, more air, more air, and hold, holding here. Exhale, let it go. Squeeze all the air out, every drop. Let it go, let it go, and hold. Inhale, fill it up. Taking as much air as you've taken in all day. One more sip if you can, and hold. Root lock, gaze towards the third eye, press the tongue into the roof of the mouth and take energy into the heart center. Exhale, let it go, let it go, squeeze it all out, hold the exhale, remove the index finger from the right nostril, inhale, both nostrils, fill it up, fill it up, fill it up, and hold, hold here at the top, root lock. Tongue pressed towards the roof of the mouth. Third eye gaze, energy into the heart center. Keep holding. Exhale, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go, and hold. Keep holding. Inhale, fill it up. 
And normal breathing here. Relax those shoulders, unclench the jaw. Just check in with yourself. One more breath here. From here, you're gonna take your hands to your heart. I like to dome my hands to create like a cave right over the heart center. And just breathe into this space. Sometimes you can start to feel a heat build here. Maybe you feel vibration in your hands. Just rest your ego. Let the ego know there's no work to do. You're safe. It's okay. It's new and that's fine. Just breathe here. Sending energy into the heart center, drawing in those feelings of appreciation, affection, gratitude, compassion, and joy. If you have a hard time drawing in on these emotions, think of someone that makes you smile. Breathe them in. If there's no person, think of something you like to do. Something that makes you smile, makes you laugh, brings you joy. Breathe that in. We'll take one more breath here. When you're ready, you can rest your hands down in your lap and slowly open your eyes. Beautiful job, fellas. So hopefully this helps shifted you. Maybe you feel a little calmer. Maybe something came up. I don't know, but hopefully you enjoyed it. It was good. So any questions, like, comments, concerns? Minutes I had to because my my IHOP got here and I had to yell to the babies. <laughs> I had to yell to the baby, my oldest, to go get the food. So I, I I lost I lost my concentration. The last like you know when you when you were like uh, you said uh, when you were talking about the ego, you know what I mean? Let the ego let the ego know you're safe. That's why I lost it. I got the message. Wifey's not here. I'm down here. He's upstairs with the babies. I'm like, I gotta, I had to make a decision. You know? Yeah. Good. It's always good. No worries. No worries. I'm gonna just watch this and watch the other meditation session and I'm gonna just play it while I'm sitting in the car one day and just. This one, I like. This one was a lot. But I told you we I'm can get we can get you straight. Like I can get you straight. You, like, you, you ain't gotta replay the old stuff. In, in this particular area. I didn't even do nothing, man. I literally looked down the whole time. I was I had my head This one was different. Like, I don't know what, what were you saying, Neil? I don't know. It was what was different now? <laughs> Well, the first one was a meditation. Right. So meditation and breath work are two separate like entities. They're not the same thing. I think I like that. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Everybody has their preference. So, but yeah. And Hector, what you got? No, for real. Literally, as soon as you close your not eyes. Not the baby. I'm talking about what are you? <laughs> So I, I looked put, up. I looked up, and I so saw I you. On, I put it on mute, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Chao, chao. No worries. So anyways, well, that's it, guys. Thank y'all for having me on. Oh, I did want to mention, um, I know everyone needs someone to talk to and all the other kind of stuff. And you, if you need help to get help, uh, I wanted just to just mention that there's other types of therapy besides talk, talk therapy. I myself don't do talk therapy. It doesn't resonate with me. I'm a person that deals with energy. So I feel like talking about what I already know is wrong is isn't going to help me move past it. I need something that's going to help me move the blockages and get me to the next layer. So I myself do um, emotional freedom technique. I also do rapid eye therapy and I also do emotion code and I do Nate. I have three therapists. I've been through a lot. Um, so anyways, I know those things probably don't, <laughs> I know those things probably don't mean much to anyone, but if anyone has questions, hit me up online and I will tell you about emotional freedom technique. I'll say them again. Nate, rapid eye therapy, Nate, emotion Nate. code, and Nate. So that's my piece. I just want oh, okay. it's N A is N A E T. And it's actually yeah, it actually is an acronym. Um I can't remember what it is, but it deals with like acupuncture points and releasing stuff so like after you go through the process the emotions will like you'll basically have to process oh, them out man. so yeah my people that still watching you know what that yeah. is doing is something that is not that's my, to my our stuff. culture you know what i mean it's something that we practiced civilizations ago and i think it's so dope. yeah i think it's so dope that you uh that you hone in on it because yeah it's been lost with a guest that you would been into in Miss Ladd's psychology class. You know what I mean? Fact. So dope. I think it's so dope. <laughs> I appreciate it. Back in Miss Ladd's psychology class, I was into yeah, uh, trying to survive and get out of my house hey, and Paul, like you cheesecake. You so like that's about it. Dude, man. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. They do actually. Always nice. But I'm gonna let y'all close out. Thank y'all for having me. Um, I'll see y'all next time, and I get y'all back the king. Love y'all. Man, this dude walking into the kitchen. Make him a sandwich. He already ate. Walking into the kitchen trying to get more food. Hey man, y'all got some healthy boys, man. <laughs> I got some healthy cats. Man. <laughs> hey, we just did the we just did the right. technique. Good man. people, so, man. Where we at, man? I was telling uh, sis when I lost the last couple Julia minutes, Jenny. man. Do this some, some family stuff, but very dope, man. Very dope. I didn't even start. Daddy daycare started at the same time. It's all good, man. It's <laughs> it's all good. So look, man, just the house cleaning we got, man. Small business. Shout out, of course, I always shout out the queen. Uh, Gat House Fitness. She gathers wellness. She usually puts her stuff in the bio, all that good stuff. Um, she's also got a, a Etsy launch she's getting ready to do with the Florida water and the love potions Yo, and all so that kind of stuff, I'm man. Sorry, so that's launching quick, man. I was in the next couple of days. Potions. Check that um, out. Uh, uh, post that she made, what, man, and yeah. she said a lot of that. A lot of the ingredients blessed, you know what I mean. So, 
Um, I kind of based on what we was talking about, man, if it was some love when it was created, you know what I mean, whatever potion she has or, you know, whatever substance that you're gonna consume, if it was created with love, man, it can't help it can't you know, it's gotta be yeah, you can't go wrong, you know what I mean? So I'm definitely gonna give it a try. Can't do no wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Right. My man. Oh man. And, um, yes. man that's that's, yes. that's basically it, man. Small business yes. shout out. Yes. Dana. Monumental news. We holding on that? Monumental. Oh, okay. Okay. Legacy I was like, man. Okay, that's the family brand or whatnot. It's pushing out my wife, man. She finally, finally, thank you know, thank heavens, man. We uh we got the book um June first. You know, it's gonna be going live on Amazon. Um these hugs are my hugs, you know. Uh, monumental for the McCall House, man, for children in general. Uh, more information forthcoming, um, but I wanted to, you know, definitely give my wife a shout out, man, the Queen, because uh, you know this is huge. You know, I don't, I don't know how many authors you all personally know, but I will say you, each of you, the three, you know, the quad. <laughs> You know what I mean? Y'all have y'all personal copies coming, man. You know what I mean? Um, Make sure she sign them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. My man. I told him, if, if it ain't signed, I don't even want it. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely. No, it, it, it'll be from her because I'm sure she's going to write something personal. Yeah. Right, right. And I'm even a, if she I'm got the rubber stamp, don't rubber stamp mine. I want her to put pen to paper with my junk. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got. That's all I got. So, yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, uh, I mean, just to reiterate, I, I was saying, you know, check out Linktree, and that's all our stuff. And Jenna was like, no, don't tell them the Linktree, because then they'd be like, um, I didn't know y'all was on Spotify. So, anyway, we're going to have this on your streaming platform by tomorrow morning, you know, well, ASAP Apple, or whatever, how you want to go. Hector, what we on? We Apple Podcasts. We on Snapchat. We on Google Podcasts. We, we on iHeartRadio. We at the Mama House. So, yeah, you know what I mean? So, we went all in your ear and your face, you know what I'm saying? So so we all out there, man. So we I hope y'all enjoyed it. We we went long, but like I said, time is not a construct that we go by. Hope we helped somebody. Um, you know, it was we appreciate y'all kicking it with us and everything like that. So episode number nine, I don't know what we're getting into, well, but uh Hector, right now, you taking the lead on that, man. Sure you got the intro and everything. You're gonna you keep that thing off for us. And then you feel me. <laughs> No. Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. That ain't you. It ain't you. Yo, that dude was wilding, bro. <laughs> and I wrote it. I wrote it down too, like manscape. Got it. So you know what I'm saying. But um, but yeah, man. So we got episode nine. We'll be right back here, same time, so same not, place. Uh, next Wednesday, seven fifteen. Yeah, don't man. Manscape is not the name of the episode. So we will have we'll have something and then episode 10 we are still trying to line up with all the misses to be on as well. So still send those questions in, um, topics that y'all want us to talk about. You know, you can hit our BFA inbox. We also have BFA quad Q U A D, the number four at gmail.com. 
You can send it to us there and everything like that. So we're going to get out of here. I know it's past my bedtime hey. almost. So with all that being said, peace and love from the quad. Y'all have a good one.